I pulled out Once a Runner, started reading it again, and I kind of like rediscovered why I was in this sport because I like running, because I enjoy going on a distance run, because I like being fast, because I like being strong. Um, and, and so that kind of just dove into a rabbit hole. Um, I had texted coach Moss, like I might've texted him at like one in the morning. Um, because I, this is a weird thing and, and we can go into this, uh, later, but men don't like, uh, it's like frowned upon for men to cry, you know, like it used to be. Well, okay. (coughs) I, I understand where you're going with this and I understand that that sentiment, it's weird. I mean, at this point in my life, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, I shouldn't cry. Right, it's right. Be- Same, yeah. But, at, you know, I when would I was certainly younger, agree yeah. that there's a lot of guys out there who kind of look. Insecure. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess it's insecurity. But it's a lot of what society, like, tells you to do. And not to, like, completely push the push the blame externally and be like, oh, it's not oh, the society, individual's fault. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a lot of pressure to kind of be like, you know, toughen up. Right. Don't, like, get up. Like, men are supposed to be strong or whatever. Well, yeah. And, yeah. you know, the quick side tangent I'm going to go on this is that, you know, part of being strong is being vulnerable. Yeah. Part definitely. of being vulnerable is, you know, maybe busting out a tear or two. When, right. When, when there's a respectful situation, when there's a situation that calls for it. Yeah. Right. But. And so, um, so I hadn't cried since like July of 2022. So like six months six months and i started crying on that walk um and so it's like you know if you're crying like what twice a year it's it's like it's moving right and it's emotional um i was just feeling a lot i explained this to xavier and i explained this to our other our other good friend josh shout out josh, shout out josh. <laughs> uh i was explaining because i had been feeling not sad and not well yes i was sad but it wasn't it's not like oh i'm you know like i'm feeling sad or like i'm feeling it was the i was feeling the absence of happiness and i was feeling the absence of emotion the numbness numbness like i explained it that i was just feeling numb for like a month and 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 so this was the month when you kind of stopped doing the what the training you liked and kind of went as you would say like the lifestyle yeah into you know what ed was talking yeah and so um i just kind of hadn't really felt anything for a month and then all at once kind of like everything just kind of piled in and even like some past you know uh insecurities and and, like stuff and i was like i just kind of had a weird no not even weird i just had a, a a like a realization and um just a really cool experience of like i can't really change like i can't i can't change anything that happened in my past but i can certainly learn from it and i can certainly like use it and not to like you know use it for a future experience like i just need to live right now you know and like whatever that looks like you know 
I like, ah, I'm, I'm having trouble putting in its words, but anyways, you guys get the idea. Really cool experience. Um, really good realizations of like, you know, inherently why I was still in this sport as a runner. Um, like, and it's, it's so weird because Xavier and I talk about it now and it's like, uh, we joke, but there, there's certainly a lot of truth to it that we're not, we're not runners, you know, like this was never about running. This is a tool each of us use to express ourselves. And that's something we certainly learned from Ed um, and certainly like took a lot longer than it should have to learn uh, because, you know, like I said, I've, I've been in the sport for seven years and, and just recently have I discovered like I feel like a majority of, of what I use um, moving forward and what I use current day, it, it's all because of Ed. Um, so sorry, quick thank you to Ed. <laughs> Um, just a very cool guy. And I hope uh, some of you get to meet him one day, but anyways, I had texted coach Moss. Like I said, uh, another huge inspirational uh, figure in my life. And I was like, we need to chat, you know? Um, and I had never really texted him like that. So I think he thought, I think he thought something was like an emergency. Cause I also had texted him in the middle of the night. But I was like, oh, no, it's like we can do it when I get back in Vegas. Wait, so you text him at like 1 a.m. this right? 1 a.m.? Something like that. Did he get back to you? At uh, like time? 5 in the morning because oh, he wakes up pretty early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he saw the text and I thought I think he thought something was wrong. Yeah. But nothing was wrong. Like I was just, you know, yeah. getting thoughts out there. Um, I was like, oh, no, we can just do it when I get back, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, yeah, a few days after I got back from that trip, I, I met with Moss and I was like, you know, like, I think I don't want to share that whole conversation too, because another like uh, another just like personal moment between a, a good inspirational figure, but we, we did kind of figured out my, my trajectory and my path um, moving forward, not only in this sport, but in life personally, personally. Yeah. Um, Spiritually. Definitely spiritually, definitely spiritually. And so we we figured out that like my main flaw, I don't even want to say flaw. I, I, yeah, I was like flaw. Flaw is the wrong word. I don't, I, yeah. What is stopping me? What's keeping you from a better quality what's, of life? Yeah. Is my consistency within the sport. Your consistency? My consistency you're inconsistent right and so what i'm saying is like i have been very inconsistent and there has been a lot of instability and that leads to negative emotions negative outcomes um you know that just leads to a lot of of bad stuff that can be avoided uh with consistency and and this is so beyond the sport because working out is what like literally keeps me sane um and so not even with a goal in mind it's like i need to do something every day because if i'm not then i get in my head and blah 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 that's a rabbit hole um but we figured that out and then we're like okay we have that figured out now what um and so we figured out that i am going i was going i'm going to redshirt this 2023 track season one because i think part of me 
deep, 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 deep down, uh, still thinks I can make it at the D1 level. Um, and I, and I don't, that's always just kind of been a dream of mine, uh, is like just wanting to try to run D1, you know? And, um, I think I wouldn't have been able just based on some preseason times to have achieved, uh, that this season, like the standards capable for D1. Um, and you only get two seasons of eligibility in community college. Four, four seasons. Well, two I mean, two, two track, two cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had used a cross and I had used a track. I technically redshirted fall. And so it's like, if I use this season, that's it. Like, all I have is a cross, right? And I don't want to make that bet. Um, and so we're like, okay, we'll just redshirt. And, and, like, the goal? You said it the other day. Actually, I'm going to call out Xavier. <laughs> Xavier said it the other day. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but no, no, you're good. We were talking about 800 goals. Um, this might have been a while ago. But 152 came up, right? Yeah, this, this was a while ago. This yeah. was back in, like, December, but... 152 came up from somewhere, and that is just a, a very prestigious time, and I have full belief that Xavier will achieve it, but it's another another point. I, I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot in this. I was like, I swear. Um, but he said something. He's like, I don't want to just run 152. I want to become a person that is capable of running 152. Mm-hmm. And that is so much more uh special and such a better way of looking at it is like my whole career was or a majority of my career was i want to break four minutes in the mile you know like i want to do this to achieve this tangible binary thing not i want to become a person capable of doing this that is a different athlete that that's a totally and that's an athlete i want to strive to be because the, the difference here, and, you know, going into my thinking with this, it was, th- this goes back to our first meet, right? Where I actually PR'd in that meet. I, oh, I ran a, a PR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, Dude, I ran it was a like... 56.9 and my PR was like a 57 mid, 57 high or something. Yeah. And like a random Snapple in high school. And so, I'm, but it was a PR. And this was coming off from like, maybe a month and a half prior two months prior and being barely like running like well no 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 we were doing quality no no i mean like you still weren't no, running. no I'm, like two months prior to this mm-hmm. i was like i don't know if i can run a mile right but now i just pr'd in my 400 right and so there was this well okay first of all that was like maybe one of the best races i've had where we were so much focused on like winning no kind of. yeah winning yeah. yeah it had nothing to do with time i did not care a single bit about it but because there was this focus on like just go out hard and like I I went out in like a Dude, twenty five or something. It was awesome. Like that was I think that's like the fastest I've ever uh, ran. I wish 200. I wish we filmed it. Like I'm pretty sure that's like two hundred. I, I was so hyped watching that. Right now. I would like okay quick side range. I was like let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. I, I I went out like literally as hard as I could like, and then like I dialed a tiny bit back at yeah. like. 150 because i knew i was being a 400 yeah and so i got to 200 and coach ed is there at the 200 of course yeah he's like 24 and i'm like running he's like 25 i'm like 
at the line. He's like 26 and I'm passing and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like, am I like, about to what? run like 50 point, you know? Yeah. I wasn't thinking, I, again, I wasn't even thinking about that. Right. I was literally just like squeeze the glutes, squeeze, 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 <laughs> squeeze. And I got like such bad butt yeah. lock going down. But it was like, and I, and I said this after the race, it, like I was running down that straight and I was like 60 meters from the finish. And it was kind of weird because like I was seeing people look at me go like whoa yeah have that like facial expression and then started clapping right and i said to everyone i'm like i think that's like the first time someone's like clapped for me racing and it's not because i was like last whatever right right right. and so because like that's i've always been as coach ed would say heat filler which is like not Uh, running great times just you know kind of in it because I'm, I signed yeah. up for cross country. Right. Right. And so it was su- such like a prideful moment to be like, someone saw me was like, Oh shit, this kid's yeah. running fast. And we're like, that's cool. I'm going to recognize that by right. clapping. And that was something that was just so meaningful to me. And then I finished and you know, it was like, dude, you ran a 56. That's right. pretty sweet. Like, that's yeah. And it was such like a, like, damn I ran straight. Point I ran one faster, but you know, no, I'm just you take it. Take it. No, you no, ran no, no, 0.1 no. faster. And, but it was something that I was just so prideful of, not that I had run that, run time, that time, but that I had become a person that could run that time. Yeah. Right. Because like I'm saying a month, two months before I couldn't run a mile. Yeah. And just knowing that like, you know, I'm watching all my teammates do this. Yeah. I'm, you know, th- being a runner is something I identify with personally. Right. And it's something that I'm not able to do. Yeah. And that's where you get into trouble. Right, if you're gonna identify as a runner and then you can't run, yeah, you get into this really. really I have crux. no identity. Well, you know, you have an identity, but it's one that you can't coincide right. with. Yeah, right, and so then that creates you know lots, lots, lots of problems. Of, yeah, my, my psych brain's going like yeah, yeah. Eh, lots yeah. of problems, and so what it was, I mean, this was the practice uh, when Liam was Liam Gard the. One of Ed's previous athletes. Oh, right. Working, we mentioned him. Yeah, who was working out with us in December. Uh, winter, we were at uh, Nordoff just doing a workout. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. We were working out. He he dropped out of the workout earlier because he had he had to do like a his own stuff the next day. Yeah. And so we were we were kind of struggling, or I was kind of struggling through the, this workout, and he was like cheering me on. And I mean, he's ran like a 156, 157, but he's ran like a 47. 47 low, I want to say. Yeah, 4739, I think it was yeah. 400. So One of the super top legit times four guys. In the nation. And so he was trying to get his eight time down. And so he was like, you know, I, I, he was like, what do you want to run? And I was like, kind of like, you know, I guess a 153, 152 would be yeah. cool. And so 152 came up because what it was is I was doing a drill and I was kind of half-assing it no no i wasn't half-assing it i was falling behind because i was tired okay yeah and so um everything was just hurting and so part of it is um the quality of each of these drills that we do is also based on or the how good you what you're getting out from the workout is based on how good you're doing these uh drills yeah right and so we were doing this high knee drill we're doing stuff like that it's very tiring. i was taking my time i was going slow yes. and i was my thinking was i was doing the drill 
better because I was taking my time. The drill is going to take a lot longer. I'm getting more, more out of time. It. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Everyone else wasn't thinking that. And right. so I'm kind of falling behind. But, you know, my form's also struggling. I'm not even going to lie. I, I was struggling. It is what it is. Right? It, it, yeah, it is what it is. And Liam pipes up. Uh, I think he said, like, what was it? That's not what, like, a 153 That's, guy yeah. looks like. Right. And immediately, I just, like, perked up. Perked up. Yeah. Posture comes up. I start banging these. And I just, like, retort back. It was 152. Right. And then I just kept doing the drill. I, like, finished. Yeah. I smashed the rest on the workout. Yeah. And so it was, like, 152. And so that's um inadvertently kind of, like, how this all came to be was I'm not – I'm no longer – and I don't even have a, a, a time like that attached to what I'm doing. It's kind of just, like – Mm, I'm really trying not to bring once a runner up again, but I have to. Um, Cassidy talks about how after all his training and his trials and his tribulations and everything, he talks about how it was like impossible to make himself hurt. You know, like he just, uh, whatever he would do in running, like it, he couldn't hurt anymore. Um, and then Bruce Denton says something like, you arrived just on time. You know, and so like that, and I felt I've had that feeling in in little increments before, and it was cool earlier when you were um when you were talking about the ten by four hundred workout. That was oddly similar to when I did thirty two by four hundred all those years ago. Um, was kind of the mentality of like, I don't I, like this is the last rep. There's no way I do another one, and then you're there, and then by the time you know it, you've done thirty two of them, um, or ten. Yeah, or ten. Uh, but anyways, um, that is, you know, my arbitrary goal is being able, and it sounds stupid and people are going to think I'm stupid, but I know Xavier and Josh don't and that's well, all, so not and, and Ed <laughs> and Moss, like the only people that I actually care about their opinions don't think it's crazy. It's like, I want to make, I want to be so strong and capable that I am a I am an athlete, but more importantly, I'm a person that is, is just like, it's impossible for me to suffer like that, you know, like the, and, and times will come with that and results will speak for themselves, but it's like, I can't tell you the last time I fucking wore a watch or took a split or did this or did that. Like, I obviously know how far I'm running, but there's just zero attachment to external results now. It's all feeling like I want and I am I'm feeling great and I'm doing great. Um, and four weeks ago, Ed and I had a conversation. Okay. So right now it's February. So start of, start of January. January. Right when I week. talked to Moss, yeah. you know, I think the day after I talked to Moss actually. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a conversation and I was like, uh, my biggest fear again was that um he was gonna be resentful and cynical and like mad at me he um and he joked about that uh, after I'll, I'll i'll say that um that he that i had like used him or i had uh disappointed him that i wasn't continuing but it was quite literally uh just to my surprise to no one else's that it was the opposite like he was so supportive and so respectful and he's like uh whenever if you ever want to come back like 
doors always open. And it's like, I asked him, I said, I was like, but we'll still talk a lot. Right. And he's like, the fact that you even have to ask that scares me. Um, and, uh, and same thing. I, I thought we were going to disconnect, but like, he still brings me oranges and he still asks how I'm feeling and how I'm doing. And he said, and, and he just like watches my workouts and he's still very involved in my process, but more so as I don't even know what to call it. I don't either. It's uh... kind of like Yoda. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, um, that's uh that's part seven sure yeah yeah that um well okay one more thing what have you done this week this week yeah what have you done this week and you know what i'm talking about because we need to get into future what are matt's okay. plans for the yeah. future oh uh, i also forgot to mention i totally forgot to mention school uh you know i hate school i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um I'm pre-med right now, which means I want to go to medical school. I'm kind of set on that. Um, you know, I want to be an orthopedic trauma surgeon, which is a lot more school. But, you know, what else am I going to do? Uh, I'm actually very excited about that. Um, so that's tangent. But let me grab my training log right here because I know you're all curious. <laughs> And for context, I've been doing this for about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So, <clears throat> you guys are going to laugh, but, like, I am totally chilling. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> and I'm fine. And I feel great. And if anything is going wrong, then we'll fix it. But whatever. This is what this week looks like. Monday. Uh, this is also a disclaimer not to try this phrase. Right. I'm a professional <laughs> and I've been doing this a while. Monday, I did three miles in the morning. I did three miles easy. Uh, and then I biked for uh, an hour and 10 minutes. And then in the afternoon, I did five mile warm up, eight by 200, first four in trainers, uh, second four in spikes. Then I did a two and a half mile cool down and I biked for 20 minutes. Tuesday, I did five miles easy. Then I biked for an hour and 10 minutes. Then I aqua jogged for uh, half an hour. Wednesday, I did three miles easy. Then I biked for 75 minutes. And then I went on a hour hike with 40 pounds of, uh, with a 40 pound backpack. Then Thursday, I did 16 by 200. Uh, it was like a total of like 11 miles for the day. And then Friday, I did five miles easy, uh, hour 20 on the bike, hour on the elliptical. And then today, Saturday, in the morning, I did, uh, we did our 10 mile, I did 10 miles easy with Josh. And then I aqua jogged for 10 minutes. And then this afternoon, I did an hour and 10 minutes on the bike. And tomorrow, I will run three miles easy. And that'll be a week. So what this cultivates to is assuming 10 10 minutes on the bike is one aerobic mile and 10 minutes in the pool is one aerobic mile this cultivates to about um, 103 103 miles why that much matt um i'm insane uh no this kind of goes back to the feeling of i have such a finite 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make <laughs> you don't, it. You don't need a response. You don't. You, yeah. If you don't have a response to to why there's so much volume, I mean, you, you don't. Need I'm a not. Response. And the funny thing is, it's like I'm not even doing this to get a, a, a to get in a shape to, to get a result. Yeah. Or to get into shape or to run a workout fast. Like I'm doing this because it's fucking fun. Yeah. Like I wake up every day and I'm excited for the day. And yes, I'm tired, but I'm not like like obviously I'm I'm doing this podcast right now having done all this earlier in the week. Like I'm obviously competent and I'm, you know, doing well and I have great friends and great mentors and great family that are keeping me in check and I have told all of them what I'm doing and if I'm slipping, they'll catch me. So I'm very appreciative that Matt pointed to me when he said good friends. You are welcome. And so this is kind of um kind of leading towards this summer. I am planning on uh going to Flagstaff for a few weeks and actually running a hundred a hundred thirty miles a week there. Get it out, just get it out. And yeah. this is, uh, there's a lot of demons that are still waiting for me in Flagstaff and through those miles. And this is kind of like my way of getting ready to conquer them. And I know that sounds stupid, but this is kind of like a battle that I need to face. And this is the only way I know how to face it. So, spread seven. yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, any questions? um feel free to email and uh email pipe.dream.etiquette at gmail.com this will be the official outro i want to thank matthew Siroki thank you for having so me, much Xavier. for that uh, um, it was a long one it was a long one a little bit i mean we're gonna break this this will be the second part that they're definitely to. definitely um maybe we'll have to get a part eight part right, eight right. in end of summer we'll see i'm an interesting guy this, it's this, always changing yeah maybe we'll just change this to the matthew Siroki podcast oh i hope not just... <laughs> yeah i hope not either i like doing this um yeah well thank you so much it is interesting to catch up with you yeah oh, it's always very, fun to be on these very thankful for you for sharing all of those definitely uh, little tidbits in how your life is going uh big 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 thank you uh to coach moss and to coach ed i would not be the man i am without you two so thank you i gotta add a little thing if you did make it this far um uh, thank you ed thank you that's about all i gotta say love you um